Hey guys, this is Dom. I'm Steve. This is Vince. And I'm Alex. And you're listening to Pardon My Brother. What's up, bitches? Welcome to another episode of Pardon My Brother. I'm your host, Dom, and I gotta poop, so let's make this fast. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> when were you the host? You know I run this shit. Yeah, but... So what's, every, what's, what's everybody else's positions, then, if I'm you're the host, the host? And you're my panel of executives. Uh, that's dumb. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't like that. You're like the producer. Who, me? Yeah, you. Oh, who's the host, then? Well, you're the host producer. Okay. It's Alex. <laughs> Alex I'm is the, the host. Alex is the host. I bring the funny. Alex, <laughs> is like a, Alex is like a fan you invite in. A lot of people in the How room. How do I do this? A lot of people in the room. Um, well, anyway, we're all here. We're excited to get started. I actually don't have to poop. I lied. I did it just before I came on air. Um, oh, you cleaned yourself out. That's nice. Yeah, I did. Nice and fresh for everybody. That's good. Um, so how's everybody making out today? We're here. It's March. Pretty good. We made yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Made Almost uh, one full year. Huh? How about that? Of the crowners. Since, since we have been ever so graced with the virus from China. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the, the Kung flu, if you will. Oh, <laughs> man. Now you're getting real crazy. Well, I'm just saying. All right. Um. <clears throat> Speaking of Kung Flu, oh, Dr. Boy. Seuss's birthday yesterday, right? Don't bring up Dr. Not, Seuss or somebody's going to get triggered. I'm not bringing it up. I'm oh, God. Kidding. Don't even say that man's name. I do. <laughs> so I... It ne- I can't even I, listen if you say Dr. Seuss. It never occurred to me that any of his writings or pictures were, were racist depictions. Yeah, until yeah. I went That's because you're a privileged white male, you jerk. Until I went to go look for them. Yeah, you don't look at it. And we happen to have the uh, the mulberry original. Tree. We do, which you can now sell for like fifteen hundred dollars online. But anyway, so I went looking for like why That's is it so idea. why is it so offensive? There is a uh, of all the things this little boy sees on um, on Mulberry Street, there is a very stereotypical stereotypical illustration. Of a, of a man from China. All right, he's got a he's got on a rice paddy hat. <clears throat> he's got a uh, a full on like robe, and he's with his hands folded. And underneath it, it just says a Chinaman who eats with sticks. Oh and I was like, okay, I I get it. <laughs> I get wow, that. see what they're going for. Yes. A little little antiquated. <laughs> Understand? That's the thing. It's antiquated. You can't. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to. Well, I, I, we, yeah, we can't get into that. Well, to that's, not get in, to not get in the full conversation, but I, I do think that you, it's better to have a conversation about it with your kids and say why it's antiquated, mm-hmm. than to say, than to not to to expose them to it at all. Yeah, I yeah think, not I to think address that's it. The way it should go. You, yeah, it's there. 
right? It is historical, right? There's no, there's no denying that the guy was a fantastic children's author, but right, yeah, that's not a term that we use anymore. And it's not accepted because of this. And, and then you can foster a conversation with your kids instead of them never being exposed to it because what is, how do you learn from, from that? Right. How do you, how do you learn Grandpa. from avoiding situations? That's how. Yeah. <laughs> not the best way. Not the best way. <laughs> to learn from your elders um yeah. anyway all all political uh you know, <clears throat> jargon and 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 jiving aside we're here to do a podcast i don't know if i could participate in the rest of this i've just been so triggered <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do what we came here to do um but before we do that show each other our wieners well that's what off air we usually that's don't do that here right <clears throat> oh. wait i forgot now i gotta get a hammer for what? Smack my nuts. Because <laughs> you have to smack your nuts if uh, you bring up wieners, vaginas, or buttholes. Oh, that was that's a long-standing thing. I thought it was just for one episode. Oh God, I hope it's is only that, for one episode. But is that just you as well, or no, do anybody. you all have to do it? I'm you usually the okay. I have a like a ball peen hammer. I was going to ask you close by in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> get down get down you never know <laughs> you're um, bad you're bad <laughs> we re- we're recording right we're yeah. recording we are <coughs> well, i'm yeah, on we it. know what we're doing here we've been doing this for See? for two years now oh, two years that's ridiculous two years in february mm. you know and we well, don't even okay. we don't even have a best of yet we don't have a best of and we have actually lost listeners <laughs> I less, saw that. less people are listening to us now than were two years ago i wonder it's covid related where's the fizzle it's gotta be it's everybody who was listening to us died of covid oh dear is that too much was oh. that too much the ones too quick it's too early what i said the ones that didn't die are still listening yeah exactly right um <laughs> <laughs> But we do we do have some things to take care of. Uh, first, we have from that day on. If I was going somewhere, I was running. Steve's new segment. So funny. That, <laughs> his favorite segment. I think it's hurtful to all runners out there to be portrayed as a Forrest Gump. I didn't. I mean, he did. He was the ultra marathon guy, wasn't he? Didn't he run across the uh, entire country? He was a fake guy. Uh, oh, shit. It was in the movies. Oh. I think I'm going to run out of battery. <laughs> <laughs> Way to be prepared. Hold on. Anyway. God damn. Yeah, you guys talk I... amongst yourselves. But well, anyway, I think I almost pooped myself while I was running today. Oh yeah, yeah Alex, I had. That up. I just made it back. Just made it back. Oh, did you have to shorten your run, or did you? Uh... Oh no, it, it was shortened because if I went <laughs> a certain way, I never wouldn't have made it back. So did that that last like half a mile go like so much quicker? Yeah, I was like, we need to get home now. <laughs> you must been... with your your lady love. Oh, she knew what happened. Were you running? Now with her? that's embarrassing. I've never had to. 
I've never had to stop running with somebody and then take a dump. Yes, it's always have. been by my loose. Oh, yes. Well, Dom, yes. <laughs> I mean, like, Dom doesn't count. We ran three somebody times and that I love and admire. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and look up to. And... Oh, well, I almost, we almost lost power there for a second. We had a rolling blackouts in California already? <clears throat> I didn't plug in the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It only lasts like five seconds. I wonder why we're losing listeners. This, uh, we're every single one of us is really on our game. Yeah. It's so going, anyway, going down. yeah. I run a lot. So you, this week you're scaling back. I noticed. Today, this week is called a what's called a cutback week. Uh, I've been usually, doing that for like six months. Yeah, or a taper. No, it's not a taper. It's a cutback week. But usually, you throw that in every four to six weeks depending on like what type of volume you're doing and everything and it was a real debate in my head on whether to do it or not because i have my races coming up i've decided to do the the one in las vegas for so it's like a four hour drive so that's not too bad and we'll camp and stay in a tent and stuff like that and it's a 24 hour race in las vegas on april like 24th i think So essentially, you're going to go to Las Vegas to do what most people do in Las Vegas and stay up for 24 hours straight. Stay up for 24 hours, yeah. <laughs> try try to get some, get some coke or something like that. Yeah, too. So you're you'll probably be in the same condition that most people go to Las Vegas and don't <laughs> run a marathon when you leave. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. You look just uh, like just everybody. Look else. Like I'm all looks like I'm all messed out and skinny yeah. and all jacked up. Nice. Um, and chafe yeah, a so lot. <laughs> in, I ran my highest highest mileage month in February, the which shortest is three hundred. Yeah, which is three hundred and twenty four miles. Damn. So um, I wanted to cut back this week because over the next three four weeks I'm going to do a hundred miles a week. Okay. So I wanted at least to have one week where I'm gearing up and resting for that. And then that'll give me like three weeks to slow down and taper before the race. Okay. All right. So, yeah, that's going to be fun. You ever uh, Sounds like get fun. out there and like get like a quarter mile in and you're just like, not feeling it today? What am I doing? Or is that all? Yeah, the- it's like, it's like <laughs> every mile. But yeah. that's the part of it. That's the part of it. You just push. Some days are better than others, right? Some days you're like, okay, I could run forever. But then three quarters of the time, you're like, this is probably like a really dumb idea. <laughs> this is a terrible situation. That I that's why in. I do out. That's why I only do out and backs. Because if I would do a loop and just keep doing the loop, yeah, I would just go right back on. in the house. Yep. So it's hard to run 15 miles out and then try to figure out how to get back. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, now I have to run back. I don't feel like paying for an Uber. So, It'd be yeah. a tough walk. It, I don't know if anybody would put me in the Uber because I stink and stuff. <laughs> and I shit my pants. So, <laughs> yeah, so so starting Monday, I'll be doing 20 miles a day and then like 26 to 30 miles on Saturdays. Wow. Yeah. You're damn near running a marathon every day. Yep. And then running damn. what would be considered an ultra every weekend. <laughs> Yeah. Right. yeah, I'm gonna try to. Yep. Nice. nice. And big, big ups to mom, Mama Dukes. 
she's going to do the David Goggins four by four by 48 challenge. Oh, yeah, and that is too, uh, I believe. Yeah. So that that's, <clears throat> that's this weekend, Friday night, Friday night. And what that is for anybody who's not familiar with it is it can be running, biking, uh, whatever, but you have to get up and do something for at least an hour, every four hours for 48 hours. So <clears throat> mom's going to walk. So at the end of the weekend, she will have walked uh, from Friday to Sunday, 48 miles. Nice. So she starts it. I think it's, okay. I think it's either eight. Yeah. It's 8 PM Friday night. She walks four miles and then you have however long it takes you. And then you have whatever that time is in between to rest. And then it starts at uh, midnight. And then the next one's 4 a.m., 8 a.m. So great. Well, she's got to watch my kids on Monday, so she better get some rest. I don't. <laughs> it's not going to happen. This is going to be late. <laughs> yeah. My wife did that last year. She did the running thing, which is crazy. She'd never run more than like three miles at a time before put together. And then she right ran out. that four miles <clears throat> every nice. four hours for 48 hours. Nice. Yeah. I went uh, on my run last weekend, or this past weekend. I went out Sunday morning. We're just going to do five miles. I ran my my first mile, and I felt like I was going to die. I was like, I started I started way too fast, but I wasn't. I was trying not to pay attention to my pace. It's just like I just want to go out and run. So I was like, all right, let me slow down, and then I'll do every <laughs> uh, every other mile. I'll pick up the pace, then I'll slow down. I'll pick up the pace. I'll slow down. Just do like a little interval thing. So I didn't pay attention to my pace at all. I just wanted to like physically feel myself yeah, feel it. slowing down and running faster. So I did. And at the end of the, um, you know, I get home and I start looking at all my splits and stuff. My first mile was actually my slowest mile of the entire <laughs> run. I was just wow. dying for the whole first mile. And, and then I, I set my my pace actually faster than I had t- intended, and my intervals were actually really fast. But I was like, that first mile, I thought I was running like under a six minute mile. Yeah. I was like huffing and puffing. I'm like, oh, this does not feel good at all. But I wasn't. <laughs> it was like this. Like, <laughs> yeah, got <laughs> the refrigerator on your back. That's what it felt like. I was like, what the hell? Yeah, like from the mud. I couldn't pick up my legs. Just not fun. <laughs> That's funny. But rebounded nicely and uh, and got moving. That's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, you could hop on board the uh, <clears throat> the conditioning train. I think I'm the official conditioning coach of the roller hockey team now. Oh yeah. Whoa. Yep. We got uh, Jordo, Matt, and Steve are on board. Are they? Wow. Yeah. Nice. Brian will never call me just because he's too prideful. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. We'll be. Uh, we took a. Uh, we took a season off for uh, you know COVID uh, related issues, and then when um, the summer season yeah. ends, hopefully we'll be. Uh, we'll be ready to rock and roll. Cool. Yeah. Any That's other? Awesome. Uh, oh, you know what I I meant to. Um, people can can follow you on Instagram. Do you want to throw mm-hmm. out that handle as well? Oh boy. No, yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Yeah, because we've been talking uh, about it, but I, you know. <clears throat> yeah. So if you want to follow me on Instagram and follow my running journeys, it's SoCalRunner, right? I think that's it. Let me see. Yeah, SoCalRunner. It's So underscore Cal underscore runner. 
That's R U N N E R for those who can't spell. There you go. That would have been me. We could put and it then, up on our um our Instagram uh, <clears throat> page. For the twelve people that are listening to us, are probably already also follow you on in, on Instagram. Yeah, I'm pretty sure mom I mean, does. Hey, I'm I got a bunch of followers. Gotta get that clout. I do. I got the clout. Is that what it's the, yeah. yeah, your the IG. cloud. Clout. Until somebody tries to cancel me because I'm on this podcast. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely definitely on. getting canceled on that one. Just like get canceled as a person. I, they pretty much cancel everybody as a person. Well, then they you're try just like to. Not, you're just. What do you do once you've been canceled? Like there are people yeah. trying to cancel Justin Timberlake because of the whole Britney Spears thing, right? What is it? Mm-hmm. So let's say Justin, I'm sure. I'm sure he's not worried about being canceled. All right, so let's say he's got right. all that money. Let's say he officially gets canceled. <laughs> All right, and he doesn't get a uh, he doesn't have like a record deal, or he's not getting movies, or he's not doing anything. What do you do as a human being? Like, are you out in public and people are just like scowling at you, like <laughs> throwing vegetables? Yeah, <laughs> rotten vegetables. Know who at you, you are anyway. They what? Half the people won't know who you are. If you're Justin you're Timberlake, just a person. Oh, if you're Justin Timberlake, yeah. yeah. If you're gonna cancel me, I go ahead, cancel me. I don't really care. I got. <laughs> I don't know what you would be canceling me from. Be, you whatever. may actually be helping me if you can. Yeah, you got giving me more clout by canceling me than you are by letting me just sit here and fester. Yeah. <laughs> fester. Um, we got a little off topic. I have to end the segment if you don't mind. That was. Oh, I don't mind. Uh, I that, that was Steve's got the runs, um, and we'll wrap <laughs> it up. From that day on, if I was going somewhere. I was running. Okay. So that was Steve's got the runs. <laughs> it's got a, it, it's not officially over until that song has, or that segment has played. Um, <laughs> but that does bring us to our, our next segment. Um, and it's becoming ever popular, ever more popular. I'm, my, my. Oh, yeah. I, love our, it. I forgot it. I forgot we did it. Our listener email has been blowing up with reviews about this this new segment that has come in this season is it i haven't seen yeah. any absolutely absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah. i get right emails from uh these random chicks talk about trying to sell me viagra pills um i get emails <laughs> from hot, sexy singles um and i think it's all got to do with this new segment it's got any milfs in there yeah there's local milfs want to meet you now um is it all from the spam folder <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh. My spam folder is my inbox. <laughs> <laughs> this person um, again? <laughs> yeah. So if we just want to recap, uh, for for my memory, we have done the segment is Vinny puts things in order. Okay. Um, and I we decided to go with this name because we like it because it sounds like you're taking over and you're like you're saying this is the way it should be. <laughs> putting things in order, not ranking things. You're putting things in order. Yeah. So we did colors, right? I think that was the first one after your after your after your Christmas song debacle. We went ahead and we did <laughs> colors breakfast. Remember his racist Christmas song he had? Yeah. That was the worst. You're get canceled. 
You're going to get me canceled. <laughs> this whole thing is going to go down. Um, sorry. What did we do? We did uh, colors, breakfast foods. Was that it? That was, that was it. That was it. Yeah. When are we doing um, nationalities by level of intelligence? <laughs> oh, my God. Just, uh, not going to touch that one. Rank your five least favorite people. <laughs> in the um, family all right in the family <laughs> at this table right now there's only four i have to rank myself <laughs> um here we go ready oh, go five top five sports top five sports top five sports all right so all right let's do this all right, I'm going to throw a little twist at you. Top five sports that you right now could play. Top five sports right now that I could play. Not like on a professional level. Okay. All right. You could hold so, your phone in. Uh, um, ping pong for him, pool uh, and pocket. bowling. <laughs> ding dong. I was playing ping pong down. Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> All right. So top five sports that you could be, let, let's say if there was a rec league that started today, you wouldn't be what we call a donkey. The worst, the worst player on the team. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't, wouldn't be picked last. You wouldn't be the donkey. Okay. Uh, You'd look like I one, would... but you wouldn't be one. <laughs> I could say probably number five would be football. Okay, so. well, we're going to talk about it. I guess it would be like a, like a flag football. Situation. Yeah, like flag, not like full contact, no, nothing yeah. like that. Just like okay. a flag football. Okay. Um, I think that's number five. Okay. You, you're surprised you with have, that? I hope you're not like you're playing just defense, right? Because your hands are like a brick. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just I'm playing defense. Cold. As to where <laughs> the next four go. I have caught a cold. Um, <laughs> I've actually I've actually played this. Actually, in a I have before. had the common cold before. <laughs> <laughs> I have played this in a uh, in a rec league before, and I've actually never played it outside of that. Uh, soccer. Soccer. Oh god. Soccer. We are yeah. not soccer people. We are I definitely didn't... not soccer people. Which is weird because we're really can't... close to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, um, I could probably do like recreational tennis pretty good too. Um, I'd like to play. I'd like to play. Yeah. It's actually, it's pretty fun. I, I've, I've played it a few times. Yeah. It's very good. Uh, cardio. Okay. I like that. Pause here. I have a great tennis story. Okay. So that was number what? What number? Uh, th- no, we're on number three. Number three. Okay. Freshman year, West Virginia. Okay. <laughs> we had tennis courts right is- out. Tennis courts right outside of our gym. I may have told this story on here before or right outside of our I door. So. I don't remember this one. And two of the, the kids that lived down the hall from me played tennis in high school. So they had, you know, a bunch of extra rackets and stuff. And we would go out. Tennis is a great time. Like, you get a really good workout playing tennis. So we would go play tennis and, and you know, work up a good sweat and I'll be out there. We would be the only people ever using the tennis courts. Um, so one day we decide, you know, let's go down. We'll grab some lunch and we'll go out and play tennis. So go into the, uh, you know, the, the dorm cafeteria. And I gorge myself on some chicken wings. 
they are. Um, it's not like like your naked chicken wings. They are like breaded, deep fried, covered in sauce. Right, double deep fried. I mean, um, you know, in into my freshman year of college, there's not much that this stomach can't handle at this point with the the amount of uh, you know illicit drugs I've been doing. Not illicit drugs. <laughs> Added a couple of pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been. I've been eating this this food for a while. I think I'll be okay. Snorting Adderalls and so it happens. Yeah, it happened. <laughs> a a significantly warmer day than usual, and we're out there playing, and I'm fine. I'm, you know, we play, you know, a, a good hour and a half of of some some hardcore tennis, and uh, we I, we lived on the eighth floor, so we get in the elevator, and uh, push the button to go to the eighth floor, and the second the doors close. To go up eight more floors, <clears throat> my colon drops. <laughs> I mean, like that. Whatever was in my stomach is now banging on the door to get out. <laughs> There's gonna be nothing left. Absolutely nothing left. So I'm like, oh dear God. I hope that this is a one. This is a nonstop elevator ride from here to the eighth floor because I can make it. You run off the elevator, the bathroom's right there. <laughs> All right, so I'm like, you just gotta just squeeze your cheeks as much as you can. So we get to like floor five, doors open, and I'm like, fuck! And just some kids standing there. Oh, is this going up? I was like, yes, it's going up. It's going up. <laughs> okay, so we finally make it to to floor eight. I get in the stall. I I get I'm facing the toilet, and I shit my pants <laughs> in the stall. Facing the toilet, I shit my pants. That's could not worst? have been if my pants were down, and I was hovering over the toilet. I couldn't have been any closer than I was at that moment to a to a to the solution to not shitting your pants to shitting my pants. I was <laughs> staring. At, you ever stare at a toilet and shit yourself? It's one of the most, <laughs> one of the most demeaning things that can ever happen to you. You're staring at a toilet and you're shitting in your pants. You couldn't even turn around in time. I couldn't turn around. I was lucky that I, I wasn't mid pants drop. Cause that would have been dis- a disgusting. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty gross. Already. It was actually a lot easier to clean up. So you would have sprayed this stall. One of the <laughs> that was playing, uh, was playing tennis with me is in the stall next to me and he's laughing his ass off, <laughs> but he doesn't know that I'm shitting myself. He's just <laughs> laughing at the noise that's happening. And I'm like, ah, oh, oh no. And he's dying. Cracking up. I'm like, dude, I just shit my pants. He's like, what? No, I just shit myself. You got to go in my room. Get me a towel. <laughs> what are you talking about? I said, dude, I shit my pants. Like, God damn. So he finally, I, he had to give me, he gave me a towel, toss it over the stall. I had to take all my, I threw away everything, t-shirt, pants, everything was gone in the trash can. Had to scurry you over. on your shirt? <laughs> Dude, it was bad. You used that to wipe. Oh, it was, and you know, I was wearing like, um, I was wearing gym shorts. So there's not like, it wasn't anything to contain it. Like it was just free to go wherever it wanted. Luckily, oh, free. Yeah, it was it was bad. So I I made it to the bathroom to the shower and was able to clean myself up. But I lost a lot of dignity staring at that toilet and shitting my pants that day. It was oh no, it was bad. It's bad. It's like it's like when you like you drop your phone into into a puddle 
are into the toilet and you're just like, oh, God damn. It's like the same kind of feeling except you're shitting yourself. Yeah, you certainly are. <laughs> that is very bad if you're looking at, at the it toilet. While doing it. Yeah. 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 Nope. So you had like a half a how long does it take you to take your pants down? A half a second? I, I just I the door behind could, me shut and I think physically my my brain was like, All right, we're made it. You couldn't <laughs> do it anymore. I couldn't I untie his gym shorts quick enough. Yeah, and if that dumb kid wouldn't have stopped the elevator, oh you would have had it. If it was going up. Perfectly <laughs> 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 fine. It's going up. <laughs> it's going up. So and they would come in in like the middle of the night to clean the dorms. They would come in, you know, probably like one o'clock in the morning to clean the bathrooms again, ready for the next day. I can't imagine that person coming in and emptying that trash can. Oh boy, what they went through. Gross. They've probably seen worse. Uh, I don't know. It looked like a, mm. like someone's butthole got <laughs> murdered in their pants. <laughs> It was gross. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> new guys, new guys in the corner puking. What is that? Oh. <laughs> oh my God. So that was tennis, Vince. Number that was number four on your list. Uh, three. Number three. Uh, what do we say? Yep. Football, soccer, tennis. All right. Yep. So Two and one. Uh, lacrosse is uh, number two. Okay. And then uh, hockey is number one. Now, can I ask you a question about lacrosse? When's the last time yeah. you actually picked up a lacrosse stick? Uh, probably our alumni game. Probably that was like <laughs> three years ago. Is it, you're, it comes I, back as like second nature. I have come to find that lacrosse skills significantly decline the longer you oh, are. Really? From <laughs> yes, they do. Yes. All right, and then hockey number one. Yep. What if you've never played it before? What hockey or lacrosse? Does, lacrosse does it still decline? Oh, if you have no baseline, you're good. Cool. <laughs> you can only get. Back. You're always starting at the top. Yeah. Is that a is that roller hockey, street hockey? Which one would you prefer? Ice hockey, field hockey. Uh, I would actually prefer street hockey, but I could do either. Not ice hockey. Okay. Yes. Nobody, none of us can play ice hockey. Nope. So actually, I am. Uh, this winter was the first winter that our lake froze over, and there were people uh, playing pond hockey. So now I am in the um, in search for some nice uh, ice hockey skates. Some blades. Yeah, some blades. Yeah. Was it? Did they play pond lee hockey? <laughs> yes, pond lee hockey. <laughs> and law that's, that's all a, that's a local philadelphia, <laughs> local philadelphia law firm pond Lee. yep here for all it's it? like a sports injury like lawyer or just an injury lawyer trip and fall lawyer probably probably slip on the ice ambulance chaser <laughs> okay well there's Vinny. put stuff in order good His job Vin. most successful sports um that one was pretty easy for you we'll come up with something a little bit harder yeah, it was like uh Next. like colors colors were pretty hard <laughs> that was unnecessarily hard i think <laughs> it was the first time you put me on the spot so now I now i'm like prepared i can five colors <laughs> i think maybe you had a hard time after two f- figuring out what colors were what colors were left <laughs> <laughs> i said red and green uh what's the third one on a stoplight 
<laughs> Boaz. <laughs> All right. So we are banging these things out quickly. <clears throat> we got we care. We took care of uh, Steve's got the runs. We took care of any puts stuff in order. Now it's time to, to take care of our material for our podcast. And every once in a while, <clears throat> here at Pardon My Brother, we like to dive deep. All right, and we totally. like to, to bring the information. I, I like to go deep. And we, you know, <laughs> this I'm is trying, the kind of stuff that's going to get us canceled. You know, I'm trying to to hook our listeners here, Vince, okay, with an intro. That was a hook right there. And your interrupting this is just driving me insane. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We, all right, so every once in a while, and I, if, if you're an avid listener, you've been listening since the beginning, you remember back – uh, from season one when we did conspiracy theories <clears throat> and just just so happened that that episode is one of our our lost episodes if you call it where the audio got all jarbled up and every time we started to discuss something that was a little bit controversial i think maybe the government stepped in and scrambled our airwaves and uh you know we didn't get the information out to the people and that, that episode was actually done in your basement. That wasn't even through Zoom or anything. So that yeah, was, uh, was, back that was more interesting on that one. When we were allowed yeah. to breathe, breathe on each other. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And not just... It's starting uh, to get a little jarbled now by... But whatever. It's because we're talking about that con- the uh, content again. Yeah, exactly. Jumping on us. So I thought it would be interesting to take to delve into a few things that we kind of not necessarily take for granted, but are everyday things for us. So, or things that just so happen that science really has no explanation for. They can tell you how it happens, but they can't tell you why it happens or they can tell you why it happens, but they can't tell you how it happens. So science has either figured out the mechanics behind what's causing this to happen they don't know why it happens or they, they know the reason it happens, but they can't figure out how physically in our world it's actually able to happen. And this list is actually really, really long. I'm not, we, I whittled it down and I kind of looked out there to see what was on, you know, what <clears throat> there was like a big consensus of on a bunch of different websites. And I found some ones. Well, how many's on there? Well, the, the one I have is nine. Okay. Yeah. Let's do all nine. Yeah. yeah. I was planning on it. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I was planning on it. Do? The other one was uh, 75. <clears throat> Holy shit. We should do 75. <laughs> so the, the one I have is uh, 10 things science doesn't have the answer for yet. Okay. <clears throat> and the first one, I thought this was pretty interesting because I was a, uh, I was a psychology minor in college and uh, we did a lot of st- uh, study and talk about this, but never actually like why it happens and sleep. Scientists don't know why we sleep. Uh, that's dumb. It's pretty easy why we sleep. Because we're tired. Yeah. Why or where else are we going to have a wet dream? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid scientists. <sighs> Fucking dumb. So. It says, um, so how does that work? Everybody does it. It's when you have a nocturnal emission, Alex. A goosh. <laughs> I, I prevent them by at least evacuating my uh, <laughs> like, oh, on a regular <laughs> basis. 
<laughs> right before I go to bed. No, I just have very, very dry dreams. <laughs> I wake up severely chafed and rashy. A lot of dust in his pants. <laughs> that felt great. <laughs> Um, <laughs> here we go. Maybe somebody here needs to sleep. <laughs> somebody needs to go to sleep. And... Uh, so essentially, it just says there, there's got to be some reason behind it. But scientists, um, they can't find out the key purpose for it. They know that, uh, you know. It when gives... was this made? In the 1940s? No, nah, this, this was yesterday. It just came out. What? No, so everything that we know about sleep is, is essentially a theory, right? The not theory that anything's really a theory. Nothing's really it, proven. Right, and that's what I think when we go through this list, that's what we're going to find out. It's like we're right. talking about uh, like REM sleep and stuff. Yeah, so like there is a theory that it gives your brain time to like rehab from the day and get rid of like useless information. Um, but everything that we know about sleep in terms of why it happens is essentially a guess. And they know that like, your your body your muscles and stuff recover but you can also recover your muscles without actually sleeping like resting laying down you know the act of being in bed <laughs> is recovery and sleep does not need to happen in order for your uh your muscles to relax i don't know about you guys but when i get in bed my muscles get very very tense <laughs> and it's <laughs> one in particular <laughs> It is not relaxing. The booty hole. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> oh, <you're... laughs> that one doesn't get all tense up for you. I have found that that works better if that's just completely relaxed. You got to oh, chill okay. that out, man. You can't get that tense at all, buddy. You got to be all loosey goosey. <laughs> so gonna make hard. Please don't follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Um, and also there are like, so the, the fact that you need, or that we have been always been told that we need eight hours of sleep, that is like a total, cause they have actually found gene mutations in people that allow them to sleep for two hours and, uh, like suffer no negative consequences. So it's for the blanket statement that everybody needs eight hours of sleep <clears throat> is not true. I'm up, I'm good on depending I can do generally six hours is pretty good, but I've started running on five, four and a half to five hours too of sleep. I need my sleep. There was, there was like, a, there was like a good any... span. There was a good span where I was uh, sleeping for about like four, four and a half hours uh, on night or a night. Um, and that's pretty fucked. It messed up my schedule a lot. Yeah. Like mess me up like mentally. I feel like that, that little like Steve's like yours is a little bit different because you get up every day and you immediately go and like do stuff like you get out and you run like you, you yeah. get your body. Moving. <clears throat> but like, let's say if it was someone where I was only sleeping four hours because I stayed up super late and then I try mm -hmm. to go to work. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that would be harder. Because I notice if – and it's, get, it's getting worse and worse. If I'm not in bed by like 9.30, I, I am just 
and when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I just, I feel like absolute crap. I don't even have to be a, yeah. like I, cause I'll be in bed at nine 30, but I won't go to sleep till like 10, 10 30 sometimes. But if I'm, if I don't get in bed and start like my restful process, it's not, it's not a good situation. What's <laughs> one of that restful process? <laughs> I got to crank one out first. Uh, I in bed? Tell, I tell That's mom. Gross. I, tell, I tell my wife, I say, I'm going to go upstairs and start my restful process. I would prefer that you don't come up for the next half hour. <laughs> you, you, it takes a half, half hour. hour. <laughs> what the hell are you doing for the next 29 minutes and 30 seconds? Cleaning up. Jesus. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I told you, you it was put... very relaxing. Just <laughs> <sighs> got to put the plastic down. We had to have wood floors installed in our bedroom. <laughs> I could only steam the carpet so many times. There's nothing left. He was walking on like. Just... <laughs> it was. It sounded every time I got out of bed, it sounded like it was crunching on snow. <laughs> That's from all the dried ejaculate <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Nobody could ever sneak in our room. <laughs> yeah. Who's there? It's like walking yeah. on flypaper. Your feet are stuck to the floor now, buddy. Chokes on you. <laughs> so then uh, coming along with sleep is also why we dream. They, <clears throat> uh, Dreaming about, you know, school without your pants on, an amorous liaison with a hated boss. What does that mean? Is that is amorous mean you like are in love with them? Anybody? I know? have no idea. Are you paying Let attention? To look that one up. Amorous. What does amorous mean? Hmm. Yeah, amorous is like a, a loving rock. Like a more, a more right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, falling and falling and falling. Uh, there are some dreams that feel just a little too real. But what is the point of these terrifying nightly insights into your psyche? The truth is we just don't know. So I feel like you hear all these things about dreams and every, like everything we know about them really, again, is just a theory. Um, some that think they help you solve problems. Some suggest they're just random images with no meaning. Um, ultimately, we can't, can't say that they signal something or we can't say that they don't. Because nobody really knows. Isn't there like? Do you know? Whatever. <clears throat> <laughs> so I was saying, if you have a dream, <laughs> is it true that like you've seen that person in your life before? I mean, do you ever? Do Alex, you ever, I was just going to tell you that. Do you ever have dreams about people that you don't know? I don't well, know what they. What he's saying is, I'm not really sure. Think, let me let me translate for Alex your mind can't make up fake people's faces. Like you can't, so you've, you can't produce everybody in your dream. You've seen somewhere before, like in a movie or something like that. But at least your mind cannot, like, I guess it could make up the body. It just can't make the faces up for some reason. Just like I can't draw faces. So <laughs> I can't draw the rest of the body. Either, but. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I had a, <laughs> I had a dream the other night that I was uh, I was fighting uh, the leprechaun. <laughs> did you punch your wife right in the face? Like from the movie? I almost did. Yes. From like the movie. How'd it go? Uh, 
I shoved him into the fireplace, but it was it was my fireplace, but it was a gas fireplace. And I lit the fireplace, and then he busted through the doors, and he was like, like burning red hot, like like hot metal would be. And he came after me, and then I went to punch him in the face, and then that's when I woke up. Oh my god, that got pretty intense. Were you like? It did. Up sweating. Uh, I did a little bit, yeah. And I actually really swung the punch. And oh. I almost hit my wife. <laughs> Clocked her right in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> Get out of here, you fucking leprechaun. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, it's your wife. <laughs> Go back to Ireland, you asshole. <laughs> Leave your lucky charms. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, dreams. So are... I, don't know, I don't know the meaning behind that one. So, I mean, if anybody Sometimes wants to. Sometimes uh... dreams are just a dream. You know what yeah. I mean? Or sometimes you just, maybe you just need to find a leprechaun and punch it. Yeah. You're very yeah. anxious about St. Patrick's Day coming up. I am actually. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. The um I I know there's like there's a whole there's a whole like dream dictionary where they can kind of give you insight as to why what they think certain dreams mean. Like you when you have I always have dreams about losing my teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, that yeah. means crazy. you're gonna be a failure. I think they do. It means you're like, you feel like you, there's something in your life that you don't have control over. Yeah. You're going to fail at everything. I think that's what it is. I think that's probably what it is. Or that's like, probably what it is. Yeah. Or you probably didn't brush your teeth before bed. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> your brain's also, telling you, Hey idiot, you're going to lose all your teeth. Always have dreams that I'm back playing high school sports, but as me right now, <laughs> so like, and they're on, killing you i'm on a high school team but i'm in my mid-30s and i'm still waiting on the sideline to get in and like finally <laughs> finally that moment arrives and coach is like get in there get in there and i'm like yeah and i go out and i like score a big touchdown or something and i <clears throat> i you know a very successful then I wake up and it actually is really disappointing to be like, oh, fuck, I'm 35. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that actually didn't happen. And I'm not a high school football star. <clears throat> God damn it. <laughs> did, uh, did dad ever tell you about his dream about being an NFL running back? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was that. And then he also dreamed he was playing goalie for the Flyers. And he so kicked re- mom. So recently, yeah. within the past couple months, he had a dream. Oh, he was oh, I think I did hear this about being an NFL running back, but it was him now, like his age now. Yeah. And he was like, score. He like got the ball. He scored a touchdown. Like did an end zone dance. But he was like five foot eight, yeah, uh, sixty-two year old guy scoring a scoring a touchdown, running through all. It's pretty funny. <laughs> so dreams and sleep, no idea why they happen. Kind of go hand in hand. I, I thought this one was kind of cool. No idea how birds migrate. So they know why, but they don't know how they migrate. They said, um, <clears throat> species of birds will migrate over incredibly long distances in order to lay their eggs or escape harsh winters. Mm-hmm. Um, answers about how they manage it, however, haven't been that easy for scientists to find. Some birds <laughs> migrate to their ancestral lands without any guidance at all. Uh, scientific theories that birds use the stars or Earth's magnetic field to navigate fail to cover how it is possible for birds to locate the exact coordinates of an area without ever having visited them before. Right. Isn't that like the same along the lines of like every other animal that migrates? 
I, I think wouldn't that, they, it wouldn't be the same kind of theory. Yeah, but birds migrate over such a, a long distance. So like gotcha. you talk about like maybe animals migrating back and forth between like the rainy season and the dry season in like Africa, like going, you know, to where the following the rain or whatever, following the green <clears throat> or or even like whales for you know what I mean? Yeah. From Alaska down to the Gulf of uh California. Think about that. Yeah. For like so, for like a bird, right? I, I don't know how smart birds are, but they can use visual cues, like in terms of where they're flying to, and how does like how do you how do whales navigate the ocean? Like you're in the middle of the ocean, right? How do they know swimming in circles. How do I know what direction they're going, <clears throat> and why are they going there? No, well, they go along the coast. They're not out in the open water. Yeah, but they I mean, they gotta the get coast. out to a certain point where they're like, uh, they they're can... fine. They just keep the they know to keep the coast on the left on the way down, <laughs> on the way up to keep the coast on the right. Maybe they follow currents. Like maybe they can sense te- temperature changes in the water. Mm-hmm. It's those turtles. Haven't you ever seen Finding the, uh, Nemo? East Australian? Uh, is that what it is? The EAC? Yeah. 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 Um. But the same thing, I, I thought always thought this was pretty cool about monarch butterflies. Monarch butterflies um, have like this huge mass migration to Mexico every year. But and I may be may have read this incorrectly, but I'm I'm pretty sure that like some of them stop along the way, and because they don't they don't live long enough to actually make the migration. So they they stop along the way, lay eggs, and then those when those eggs hatch, they are they continue the migration to Mexico to this like mass um, like breeding ground, and that's kind of how they populate like on these like stages of migration. So there's so like, like a, a multi generational. Yeah, there's actually a uh, um, a wildlife preserve in southern New Jersey, like right on the Delaware Bay that is in a, in the direct path of their migration. So if you go in like, uh, I think October and April, like it's right in the middle of their migration. So the, the place is just absolutely loaded with monarch butterflies. <clears throat> it's pretty cool. I also uh, watched uh, a documentary on uh, Netflix, I think it was. And there's these birds in Delaware I forget what the fuck kind of bird they are, but they're like this big. And I'm showing all you guys. <laughs> I realize that there's people who are listening. So it's about the size of Vincent's penis. Very small. Very small. Um, it's, I forget what it's called, what kind of bird they are. But they leave at different, they leave to come up in Delaware at different times of the season. Like, They'll leave. I forget. They're like that. They go down south at like the what the hell is it? Gulf of Mexico or somewhere around there and stuff like that. So they realized that the the seasons that they left down there early to come back up, it was going to be a heavy hurricane season. Oh, so, so like they knew. Birds. So they're like predicting. Somehow they predicted. They knew that they're like, oh shit, or no, they get back down. They're like, we better get down there early, lay our eggs because there's a hurricanes are coming. 
<laughs> so the one guy went back and like looked at all this historical data and like determined like there's a huge correlation between that and he predicted wow. like the next one i think it was one of the ones that had like the worst hurricanes but it was like later in the season right <clears throat> although all the weather people were like there's not going to be any hurricanes this year blah 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 and the birds left and he's like well there's <laughs> going to be a bunch of hurricanes not if you listen to the birds and it was like one of the worst ones so it sounds like that in. guy just has too much time on his hands <clears throat> they just tap they tap into something there's like something energy or something like if it's got to be the uh like they are more in tune with like the conditions leading up yeah. to a certain point in time yep but it's bizarre well, it's like- it's like how the, the animals have the, that like instinct for like a natural disaster. Like you're, you always see those, the, the uh, movies where they're, mm-hmm. they like run away from like an area that's going to have like an earthquake or, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I would, um, it is interesting. <laughs> um, I've been, because <clears throat> I had a very unsuccessful hunting season this season. Being, I was not successful. Not at all. one of them. You probably didn't see one. Uh, I did. I saw a few. Not in the right spot, though. Um, well, those deer had the animal instinct to stay away from you because so they knew that you were a killer. Trying, I'm trying to, um, you know, like read up on, and you really have to put in so much time if you want to. If you're not going to like stalk them and you want them to come to a certain location, you have to put in like so much time and effort to make it seem like everything is constantly status quo for them because they're able to pick up on such subtle changes that they get spooked. And the longer into the hunting season it gets, the more skittish they get. Yeah, because they're seeing their friends friends die die next to them. But they, they, it's almost like they know it's hunting season. So, like, they will – like, you can stand in a field if it's, uh, you know, like June, July, or August. You can stand in a field with a deer 100 yards from you, and they can – they'll know you're there, and they won't move. But if it's hunting season and they know you're there, they'll they'll be gone. That You can't even get in with, within 200 yards of them. And so you have to start – like feeding and you have to start uh you know prepping your property or wherever you're hunting in the spring the year before you're gonna hunt to get them used to being around to get them used to all the smells to get them like the foot traffic and the cars and whatever you're whatever's gonna be going on during hunting season looks like it's just another day to them because if one subtle thing changes like you can't just randomly pop up a tree stand and think you're gonna have a successful hunt that year like because they're so aware of the smells and their surroundings, like you have to get them used to coming back and back and back to the same spot. You got to be like the deer. Be like yeah, the deer. Yeah. <laughs> be one with the deer. Um. So we'll take a step away from animals now, and we'll go on to the placebo effect. Um, we all know what that is, right? It's how they do a lot of their, a lot of medical research, right? They'll give one group of participants the actual drug they're using. They'll give another group of participants a water pill or a sugar pill, and um, you'll measure a water pill because they're going to be peeing, pissing. I don't think side effects of this drug is I've been pissing my pants like crazy. <laughs> um, 
and they see, you know, what the effects are on the people who don't take the drug and the people who do take the drug and see, you know, if there's any actual uh, mitigated response. Um, but science has come to show us that as long as you expect something to have an effect, that it will. And it can actually even go the other way. Like you can will yourself out of allowing medication to work for you. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, this isn't going to work. Like I've tried everything. This one's not going to work either. Like you can actually, you can psychologically talk yourself into symptoms, even if the medication is actually working. You can, you can continually yeah. maintain your symptoms. You can talk yourself into getting sick. <clears throat> right. Yeah. Watch, I'll talk yeah, myself a, into throwing a, up right now. I'm going yeah. <laughs> to um so it also they say <laughs> it's that quick it's that easy um, <laughs> i'm gonna throw up i'm gonna throw up not only does it work for pills but it also works for surgery as long as your brain thinks the surgery has been performed the body will begin to get better um so i guess like a doctor could wonder if it, like there's only a certain way this could work. If you had appendicitis and your appendix, oh, exposed, I don't think so. And the doctor puts you under and cuts a little hole in your stomach and then doesn't do anything. And it's like, you're good. I took it out, threw it in the trash. You're fine. Like you would be dead within a matter of days. Cause oh, yeah. would, I guess it would work for certain things. Certain things. Um, but they also they now they believe that they can tap if they can figure out why this works or how it works that they'll be able to tap into like using your mind to actually heal certain things as opposed to having to use medication like using using focus of your mind to <clears throat> to heal and i know they're doing a lot of that with um with addiction disorders and a lot of uh <laughs> like uh depression and anxiety with um with psychotic drugs like that's why there's a lot of legalization of um, of mushrooms. Yeah, because you Get can actually you can go to a licensed uh, psychiatrist who uh, works in the like alternative therapy where they will give you a a micro dose of mushrooms. <clears throat> they will kind of talk you through your your trip. Where's uh, this now? <laughs> Uh, and they actually have been able to do some really, really significant progress on PTSD, um, depression, anxiety with just being able to like, like you can go into a trip and have a psychologist or a psychiatrist actually talk you out of like you, you know, they can dig deep. It's like inception, figure out what's causing these problems. And then once you kind of air them and you come to terms with them, and you've had this whole conversation, um, you know, your ability to cope and your ability to handle them, you know, when you're not in this state, it actually becomes a lot, a lot better. And a guy, and you're not actually taking any type of medication. It really is just the power of your That's brain. Just natural. Yeah. Talk through it. Which I think is pretty cool. You're in a different state of mind now. Yeah. When, when it, makes you, it makes you more open to talk about them and you're not, you're, you're not <clears throat> as, your don't your body doesn't have as automatic of a reaction to the stresses of talking about them. So like if you can take that away, then being able to talk about them and being able to air them makes the you know recovery better. Mo better. They uh the mind that's like a 
crazy thing. Like scientists can't, I mean, people can't really explain some of the stuff people do too, using their mind. I mean, not like moving shit around or anything like that, but there's a guy, uh, Wim Hof, I think, I don't know if we uh-huh. talked about him before. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But he, he like, he breathes a certain way and controls his body temperature. He can sit in like, uh, he runs in shorts up the mountains and mm-hmm. I've seen he, that guy. He takes like, deep uh, snow, like half ice hour showers. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. He That's did, crazy. um, on, <clears throat> I think we talked about it on Gwyneth, pa- Gwyneth Paltrow's, uh, show. Goop, she had vagina on, candle? Goop. <laughs> Goop, Goop Labs. <clears throat> they had him on and they had a bunch of her mm-hmm. interns go with him I want to say it was like maybe somewhere in the Great Lakes and it was in the wintertime and they, he um, taught them how, you know, how to control your mind and to like jump into like a frozen lake yeah, and not really have any type of reaction. He's like, you're not have that shock of, you're going to feel cold. Like that's, that's part of it. But like you actually have the ability to not have your, your heart rate elevate and not start to panic and start to like, that's, he said, that's the big problem is you, taking in a whole bunch of breaths okay. and your heart rate elevating and you start this panic. Whereas if you jump in, yeah, you're going to feel cold, but if your body doesn't have this severe reaction, like you're going to die, then you can stay in there for, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> for a really extended period of time. But he, his, yeah. um, his thing deals with the way he breathes apparently increases the alkalinity in your blood, <clears throat> which has um, pretty significant effects on your immune system um, and your your body's response to stress and anxiety and stuff like that. So he uses a lot of his stuff for um, you know for 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 controlling anxiety and um, and um, like depression and, and stuff. His uh, his backstory is incredible. I should uh, read I didn't hear it. I don't know anything about his backstory. Very cool. <clears throat> um. All right. So the next one, I thought this is interesting, is acetaminophen or Tylenol. They have no idea how it actually works. What? Isn't that seriously? Yeah. How the hell is it like FDA approved? And if it's not, don't know how it works. They know they know that it that it stops inflammation and it can actually reduce inflammation, but they don't know how. And they say some weird. Some scientists think that it, uh, that they affect the chemical messengers that send like um, you know the enzymes that cause inflammation. Um, others suggest that it involves neurotransmission in the brain and the spinal cord, but mostly they really have no idea, <laughs> which is strange because I guess they know what it what it does to your body because isn't that one of the ones that you that is like really you should good? know what. Something does to your body. Isn't that one of the ones that's bad for your liver? Or yeah, something? Acetaminophen is, yeah. It is. Like you can't take a certain amount. It's like I, I think it's from, up to a certain milligrams from my and... um my doctor last time I went, he was telling me about all the all the over the counter medications that you can take that affect your blood pressure like crazy. Yeah, like probably all of them. <clears throat> he said, like one of the worst ones is ibuprofen. <laughs> was like you can almost tell, like when a when a person when they come when someone comes in and gets their blood pressure checked, <clears throat> you can almost al- always tell when that person is on ibuprofen uh, because of how high their blood pressure is. Like you said, it's not it's not something that is like a, a permanent thing. But it was like you know if you took it within the last two or three hours and you went in and and uh, 
got your blood pressure checked. He's like, we could tell that, you know, that was most likely what's causing the spike. Oh, can they? They're mm. fucking smart people. They don't even know how it works. And I also found out that your um, your eye doctor can diagnose so much stuff with your eyes. Like they can tell. Oh yeah, they can tell blood pressure, high blood pressure, high blood pressure. They can diagnose um, MS, gingivitis. I don't know if they can do gingivitis. <clears throat> they can tell the last time you ejaculated because your pupils are dilated. Again, who ejaculate with you? You, they can <laughs> ask an eye doctor. That's only if you get it in your eye. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. He said, I can tell the last time you ejaculated. <laughs> you're going to start to need to uh, wear some glasses because you've ejaculated way too much. When you're working you're playing with, with yourself, when you're working with tools, do you wear safety goggles? Uh, no. <laughs> well, you should. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, how about this one? And I know Steve has talked about this before. Oh, boy. Gravity. Yeah, they don't know why it works. What no. it is? It's just a theory. And, and I think it, it it's become it's more of a an explanation they threw together to to try to reason with what happens. So, right, we know that this term gravity causes things to fall. We God also damn. they Tom, have Sir Thomas Newton. Thomas Newton, right? It's Fig Didn't... Newton. Fig Newton? Isaac, you idiot. Thomas Newton. Thomas. No, it's Toby. Hey, Newton over there. It's hey, Herbie Tommy Hancock. Yeah. What do you got over there? You got a little bit of that gravity, Tommy? Huh? You got an apple on your head there, Tommy? Oh, my gosh. Tommy. <laughs> Thomas Newton did not discover gravity. That was his brother. Thomas That's Edison. a little lesser known Newton. Yes. <laughs> Tommy was the one in the tree throwing the apples down at Isaac. That that was actually a uh, it's a myth. It was it was Tommy that discovered it, but Isaac stole it from him. Uh, I bet. Try to talk mm -hmm. yourself out of a paper bag. Yep. <laughs> um, so think about this. Ready? Let me throw this one at you. They tell Don't us, throw it. They tell us that gravity is what keeps the planets <clears throat> in their orbits. Right, the sun's gravity. Mm hmm. They also tell us that gravity is what keeps things on the ground. Mm -hmm. How come I can pick up rocks? If gravity is strong enough to keep massive planets in their orbital rotations and, and revolutions, <coughs> how come it's so easy to pick things up? And how yeah, come when you go into space, there is no gravity? Yeah, well, there. I mean, technically... Technically, what? Mathematically, I don't know. Like, yeah, but math. What does it represent? It would. It's the force. I don't. I'm just not even worth it. But okay, no. <laughs> so, would you argue against the fact that gravity is not constant? So, wouldn't something that's not constant doesn't that make it hard to explain mathematically? There's little g and there's big g. Big and g is for when it's like in the <laughs> outer space. Little g is the gravity on Earth, and it's just a mathematical construct that is so. G the uh, excel g is acceleration due to gravity. It's not necessarily a force. Everything falls to the Earth at nine point eight one meters per second squared. Squared. I remember that from physics. <laughs> so 
the reason you're able to pick a rock up only certain size rocks is because even at the surface, right? You're let's say a rock is 10, uh, what is it? I hate when I have to try to do math in my head cause I'm no good at it, but let's say a math, uh, a rock is 10 kilograms, right? So the force that's needed to lift that 10 kilograms up off the ground that counteracts gravity is 98 newtons. So you just put force. Alex to sleep. Oh, no, work. Yeah, force. Yeah, 98 newtons, I believe. So that is force is equal to mass times the acceleration. The mass of it is 10 kilograms. The acceleration of it is, because it's still on gravity, 9.81. So it's actually you'd have to have a force greater than 98 newtons. Greater than the force of acceleration due to gravity. Yes. Which is crazy. Yes. Right? Yes. So really, that means we know nothing what about What happened? It. I blacked out for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so they say it is, it, is the, it is both incredibly weak and incredibly strong, holding the entire universe together while also being 10 to the 36 times weaker than the force that brings two magnets together. Mm -hmm. um, and then once you get down to the molecular level, gravity doesn't exist. Yeah, and then it's also like, how are we not walking around with our heads on the ground? Gravity is so strong. Yeah. Gravity is so strong. Why is it only pulling on to... our feet? Yeah, how are we able to be How up? are we not like slugs walking around this way? <laughs> You know, just or just like as soon as you wake up, like you wouldn't be able to get out of bed, but it's all because of you're exerting forces that are greater than that's why you can't fly because you don't have enough force. Like, if you flap your wings, you don't have enough force to uh counteract the force that is coming from the acceleration due to gravity, whatever that gravity is. So, here's a this is a thing. To, if you consider it this way, your body is continually accelerating downwards. Yes. At 9.81 One meters, One per, second meters per second squared. So you are in a continual downward acceleration to the surface of the earth. Until yeah, and then the surface of the earth, the surface of the earth gives you that counteraction. That's, I guess that's how you can stay up because every force has an equal and opposite force every yes <clears throat> we've lost our other two <laughs> i think alex was like picking stuff out of his ears <laughs> Vinny was just staring at the screen you lost me on that one you got way too scientific it's it's crazy to to think about it in the way that like he are taught, yeah, gravity is just what hold th holds things down to the ground. But like the term, they use the term gravity to explain like a bunch of different phenomenon that we really can't really be explained. And then all of a sudden, once you get down to a certain point, it just disappears. Like atoms and, mo and molecules, like they're nothing about gravity holds them together. Like that's all about attraction to yeah, the nucleus and electrons and stuff, and that's what keeps everything together, but nothing to do with gravity. That's, you know, electrical forces or electrical attraction or whatever. 
but like <clears throat> something we're taught all the time, we really have no strong concept of it. No. Or no. idea of, you know, why it happens. Here's another one I thought was very interesting. It takes more genes to make a tomato than it does to make a human. <laughs> what do they wear, Levi's? <laughs> <laughs> nope. <clears throat> Tomatoes have over 30,000 genes. Is around 10,000 more than humans. But what? they don't know why. Hmm. How do they know that? I guess they, they found the DNA of the tomato look and at they, the gene. they looked at it. Like all of our, all of our, crazy. make us what we are piece by piece, right? You have a, a gene that, that is your, your skin tone and your hair color and how fast your hair grows and how quickly you lose your hair, how tall you are, how brittle your fingernails are, how, what, whatever, how itchy your skin is, how big your nose is, everything, everything. <clears throat> But like, what are how many I things sure changed on some? I gotta tell you, <laughs> how many, how many of those things, like, are different about tomatoes, or is it just so? Like, you look at a, a tomato, like, say you, you look at a, at a tomato grown in Amer like a America, right? So like a beefsteak tomato and a San Marzano tomato grown in Italy where they're like you, it is only supposed to be grown in Italy in a certain type of soil. What genetically is so different about those tomatoes that makes like it not a tomato? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like human. It's tomato. Like you could look at all of us and even though we're brothers and we have a significant amount of, of, you know, of DNA that we, we share in common, like genes that we share in common. You can tell each one of us apart. Right? I can't wear your genes. <laughs> we have 10,000 less genes than a tomato, where if you put two tomatoes on a table, I couldn't tell you if one was what, what type of hybrid tomato this one was, or if it was grown in, my, in this dude's backyard or in a farm in Kansas. Like how... What about all those genes? Like, what? Why so many genes to make a tomato? Is what I'm saying. Why you need so many genes to make a <laughs> what, tomato? What do they need it for? They're red and juicy. Like that's like you know. That's about it. That is where it is. My booty. Maybe you're a little bit more worse, more simple than we think. Maybe. Maybe. Tomatoes. Who knew? Here's another. Huh? No idea. I say tomato. No idea how bicycles work. They know how they what move. That? They know the motor mechanism. They cannot figure out why bicycles stay upright. Wouldn't that be on Bounce. the same thing as motorcycles? All right, I'm going to read you word for word. Confusion <laughs> about how the bicycle works may not come as much of a surprise to those of us who were taught to ride by a well-meaning older brother. <clears throat> but it is a confusion that continues to exist in the scientific community. The first bicycles were invented through trial and error, and the best designers continue to be those with experience rather than those with amazing engineering knowledge. Some scientists theorize that it was due to the caster effect or, or <clears throat> even the kind of gyroscopic force that keeps the spinning top upright. Both these theories were dis disproved by scientists at Cornell University, however, when they made a functioning bicycle that had neither of those things. So they don't know what combinations of things keeps a bicycle upright. Mm. Like you technically shouldn't be upright. 
though. It's magic. It is. It's. Well, I don't know. I'm not very good at it anyway. <laughs> but even that, like, there's there's so many different types and sizes of bicycles. Like, look, what's that old? What's the one with the huge the big the big wheel in the front? Is, that's not a. I was gonna say Victrola, but that's a. That's a um, record player. Which who's it's? It's like player. a. It's got a, a funny name, like a Penny Packer or something. Penny, Penny Farthing. It is a. It is a farthing. Something. Yeah. Penny farthing. Yeah. Is it a Penny Farthing? I don't know. Pecker Farthing. It's not a Pecker Farthing. Penny Farthing. Can't yep. believe I left my keyboard at work. A penny oh, really? Farthing. I got it right? A penny Farthing Bicycle is the one with a huge yeah. front wheel. So how does I that work exactly the same as a, as a regular bicycle, but it's completely different? Mm-hmm. <sighs> what are, <clears throat> those things have to be. There's like a whole society of weird-ass dudes that ride those things around. Hipster yes. jerks. Yeah. Weird. I think it's cool. <clears throat> Here's something that we have all experienced this wintertime, except for you out in California. Why ice is slippery. <clears throat> they have no idea why ice is slippery. Because <laughs> it has a very low uh, coefficient of kinetic friction. That's, That's why. Not it. Like. it even says it on here. You son of a bitch. It says your idiot brother might think that it's a very <laughs> <laughs> That is not true. <clears throat> it actually... Uh, all right. So, um, is it because it is still a bit on top? No. Is it because the force we exert on it turns it back to water? No. Is it because it's so incredibly rough that it becomes slippery because of the sheer friction you apply to it? No. Basically, we have no idea. Sorry. Is this a BuzzFeed thing? No, it's called mynewlab.com. I'll think in post. No, it's, it's Building Laboratory Solutions, it's called. Interfocus. So we don't know why ice is slippery. <clears throat> I wonder if they could tell us why a banana peel is the slipperiest substance known to man. <laughs> hmm. Did you know that it actually is? They've no. also myth-busted that, too. That a banana peel is slippery? Yeah. No, like, what are banana the... peel is indeed slippery. Yeah, but like it's the the odds of Stepping on a banana peel or, you know, falling on your ass on a banana peel. doesn't take away the fact that it's still slippery. <laughs> Very slippery. Uh, I'd, I'd have to rewatch that episode. No, so, I think you're you, made it up. <clears throat> you don't do enough work with bananas. <laughs> I, I do not. <laughs> because I usually just throw my banana peel away. <laughs> Weren't you the one, I think last time we were talking about um, phallic-shaped... Uh... <clears throat> You get all spicy over bananas. No, that was Steven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. You said if you're feeling, you put them yeah, in your feeling frisky. spicy. Frisky. Yeah, frisky. Frisky. That's or right. That's frisky. a better term for a perversion of Alpha. in his freezer. <laughs> <laughs> frisky bananas. Well, it sounds like a, uh, like a cat treat. Frisky bananas. Um, <laughs> oh. Well, that was my list. Oh, thank God. That was a good ending right there on that scene. Science cannot explain. Um, Can they explain why sneezes happen? Yes, because something tickles your nose hairs. 
Oh. <clears throat> there was another one was yawning. Why yeah. is it Why is contagious? It you say that yawning was a um like you you haven't been breathing regularly enough and it's your body's way of catching up and making you take in more oxygen. But you don't that, breathe. Yeah, but that's why they said that's why they think it happens when you get tired cuz you like your body is tiring and isn't breathing the way it's supposed to breathe. So, so <clears throat> that's not it. Then they also think that it is actually a thermoregulation technique to keep your brain cool, which I thought was crazy. <laughs> And then they don't know why it's contagious. Yeah. <clears throat> they think that's got something to do with our um the fact that we we need to to mimic facial expressions of others to truly uh feel what they're feeling. So what is that? When empathy? Empathy. To yeah. empathize with someone, um you have to like mimic their facial expressions. So they think like that is our very instinctual way of empathizing with someone is to yawn. <laughs> Well, we, if we were empathizing with Alex, we would all be sleeping right now. We'd be passed out on the floor right now. <laughs> what about if I give you the finger? Will you give <laughs> Empathize that, huh? Empathize this. <laughs> empathize this. <laughs> well, folks, I think if we have come to one conclusion, it's that science really can't tell us anything. They so, know and neither can as we. much as we do. They do. At least about the big things. Listen, I'll still trust my scientists when it comes to most Jesus. stuff. Jesus is probably one of them. Dr. Uh, Seuss is another. Um, oh. Why? I can't say Dr. Seuss. <laughs> you trigger, trying, triggering. trying to get canceled. Oh, so, that I can, so that I can <laughs> become popular. I want to be so we Yeah, we can be. Yeah. Yeah. So our podcast gets famous. and Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vinny's got a dear Abby for us. I do. Does it have to do with science? And not um, it is actually about conspiracy theories. Did you oh. know that dear Abby, the science doesn't know? I, I don't know where I was going with it. <clears throat> uh, about Just giving stop. advice and receiving advice. No, I'm. I was going to try and make a joke. That? I just kind of lost all oh, steam. Okay. Is better to give than to receive. Mm. I don't know, but I, I, yeah. I think that is a falsification that we have been taught at a very young age. Yes, much better to receive than it is to give. <laughs> <laughs> depending on what you're given. Really, a batch of cookies. <laughs> If I, I maybe I would be on the other end of that. I would prefer. <laughs> Whatever. <sighs> Whatever puckers your beehole. Go ahead, Vince. All right. <laughs> Dear Abby, when I was dating my husband, I gave him a lot of leeway. Hello. When he when he told me he listened to a radio show. Uh, that is known for unscientific views. I ignored it because I Hold found on. him so charming and kind. Are they talking about pardon my brother? Yes. I hope so. <laughs> we have strictly scientific views. I know a lot about a little bit. Wait, a little bit about a lot. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, honestly, he treats me better than anyone I've ever known. 
and I had been in the dating scene for 27 years. Jeez. During our three-year courtship, I always this avoided the topics hag. of science and politics. We have been married two years now, and I'm trying to trying hard to reconcile the fact that I'm married to a conspiracy theorist who believes the world <laughs> is flat, and he he's convinced that fluoride is mass brainwashing. It uh, makes me so, it makes me so sad. <laughs> I knew on some level that he believed these things, but I chose to overlook it. Rather than his irrational beliefs, we are compatible and happy. My question is, can a relationship survive and thrive in the midst of these fundamental differences? Fun. Knows better in Kansas. Oh, shit. Oh, she don't know shit. And she's oh, from Kansas. God. Yep. He doesn't know that he is actually correct. Everything he said. Yeah. First of all, you're an idiot. If you dated a guy for three years and you didn't have one yeah. political or scientific conversation with this dude, how do you know? Like, what if that you're compatible? You were completely opposed on every major issue. Like, it's okay well, yeah, to have some, you know, some things where you can split down the middle. But what if you were just so politically and scientifically opposite? Like, why would you avoid the subject? Well, I think she said she had a conversation. Uh, she this knew is it partly on her. Yeah. Yeah, but then she, uh, that this was... she overlooked it. That's her fault. That man. seems like it's a her mm-hmm. fault. What is her ultimate? She, she said during the, the three during their three year courtship, I always avoided the topics of science and politics. Mm. So this is on her. This is your fault. Yeah. Yes. What is her I, ultimate? What... what advice is she asking for? Um, can her relationship? thrive in the midst of these fundamental differences it's up to, it's first up of to all her. Like, why, does it, why does it matter fundamental <laughs> can fundamental. we pronounce that word the right way fundamental fundamental, fundamental no. right we're going to focus <laughs> on the fundamentals okay <laughs> uh-huh. i said fundamental fundamental she said fund three times fundamental 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 what is a fund Front, upper. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kick right to the front. <laughs> I just got fronted in my balls. <laughs> uh, well, coach, today you know we really weren't sure that fundamentals. Got to go back and practice. All yeah, right. we really gotta you gotta uh, get back to putting net pucks on the net. You gotta get back to. Chipping in, going deep, you know, the fundamentals of hockey. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this lady's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I for real. What shame on you for not having who the conversation. Who cares? But like also who cares? And they're not conspiracy theories, they're just theories. <laughs> but if you <laughs> if it was that big of a deal, why would you marry the guy? Like from beginning. Yeah. You knew because she's scared of being alone with her cat. I mean, she was on the dating on the dating scene for twenty seven years. Something tells me there's something going on there for twenty seven years. Your the pool of applicants gets smaller and smaller. And he treat he he said he treats her great. So who cares if he wears a tinfoil hat every once in a while? Yeah, (laughs) and his basement is covered in tinfoil. Yeah, no, shut up. Oh wait, (laughs) he lives in a. he lives in a cargo container on the middle of the desert. Yeah, you know the aliens can't get to him out there. But 
First of all, but he treats you fluoride, right. Fluoride, ugh. I never do fluoride. Fuck that shit. <clears throat> fluoride is a uh, it's a a demasculizing agent that the government has given us to turn all of us into drones. And I don't that, know about all that. That way, bad for you. We are um, our testosterone levels are significantly lowered, and that way there would be no uprising if the government ever decided that we they needed to take over control of us. No, it's just poison. That's why you probably shouldn't have it. Did you notice all the birds were gone in Texas when that big freeze came? <laughs> How about these idiots that say the snow is fake? The snow. You have people trying to burn the snow. Yeah, it's called sublimation, you idiots. You clearly don't know. Sublimation is when something is directly from a solid to a gas. Yes. There's there's actually not enough water and snow for it to melt. It just hmm. instantly goes when you apply that much heat to it on it. It instantly goes to a, a water vapor. A gaseous state. Then there was uh, one guy who put the snow in his microwave. You see that? Mm-mm. And it, like caused the microwave <laughs> to explode. <laughs> they were like, I don't know what kind of funky ass snow you're getting down there, or what got scooped up in it, but that shouldn't happen. Is this one of those fundamental microwaves? <laughs> the fundamental snow. So if we were able to give Nose Better in Kansas advice, I would say, listen, you made the bed, you got to sleep in it. And who cares, really? Like, what's the big deal? What's the maybe have a conversation with the guy? I don't know. I mean, I mean, really, you were on the dating scene for 27 years. How much longer are you going to be in this marriage scene? Oh, you're just saying, just wait till you die. (laughs) Pretty much. Like you, you, you avoided, you avoided that conversation already. So, like, just keep avoiding it. Yeah. The only thing I would say is if you if you ever start to feel unsafe. Where you think he's gonna he's going off the rails a little bit, like you know, <clears throat> you go in the basement and there's like all these like really sketchy drawings on the wall and there's like yarn from one thing to the next thing and he thinks he figured out who uh, who the second gummit on the grassy knoll was and you know he <clears throat> discovered all the lizard people and all that stuff. Then maybe you might want to start overthinking things. But if he's maybe, just yeah, uh, go go away for a couple weekends. Yeah, and see. But if you <laughs> go visit your family, if he's hesitant to get fluoride at the dentist, I think it's okay. Yeah, not necessarily a conspiracy theory. I think we've come out and said that it actually really isn't that good for you. Not good for you. Yeah. But we all got it. Yeah, I don't like fluoride. My teeth is no. Stupid. I always, I always told mom no. I said I'm not taking it. Well, then they would hit you with a stick. Not it, it remember in stupid grade school they wheel in this fluoride court cart. Mm-hmm. It was the worst Tuesdays. It was like the second and first and third Tuesdays of every month. Wait, wait, wait. you had that? Yeah, they roll out. You That's hear this coming down the coming down the hallway. You hear this. Wait, 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 wait. And that's the lady pushing a little cart. Wait, 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 wait. And then she'd stop in front of it and it'd be like. And that's her pushing a little fluoride out into the little containers. And then she'd go around and give you everything. Everybody's like. And it was like right back in the cup. It was very Nazi regime. Like, yeah, everybody would have the cup on their desk and she's like, all right, drink. Swish it. Now swish for a minute. And everybody would swish for a minute at the same exact time. Spit it back in the cup. And then she would then proceed to drink out of everybody's cup. (laughs) 
<laughs> Put a little fluoride back into that very, the pump. It was very medication timey. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was not. I want my cigarettes, Nurse Rack. Shit. It was. Uh, it was strange. 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 Yeah, I'd never had that. No, I didn't either. I don't know. I feel like there was like another thing I was thinking about the other day that they made us do. Pretzels. <laughs> the pretzels were pretzels and milk. Came around with a cart of uh, of salt. I get, did. Everybody get pretzels though, or did you pay for it? You had to pay for it. You had to pay for it. But they would have like a pretzel boy and a milk boy, and one person would hand out the milk, and one person would hand out the pretzels. <laughs> oh, milk boy! You're really lucky. <laughs> and when I got to be pretzel boy, you know what I did? <laughs> Stuck them all down my pants. Oh, again with you and your pants and whatnot. I did. <laughs> Because I never got to have a pretzel. So I said, if I can't have a pretzel, you're all going to get pube pretzels. Mom wouldn't get, mom wouldn't, ew. How old were you when you were in? I went through puberty at a very young age. Mom always thought you were husky, so you couldn't get it. Yes. She's like, oh, we got to watch your carbs, honey. You're getting a little chubby. Mm -hmm. You husky fucker. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, Ah, uh, we gotta go to the hussy uh, section for this kids. Those pants cost money. They gotta use more material. <laughs> yeah, fucking circus tent. You know that um, <laughs> <laughs> that place we used to go buy our uniforms is still Flynn in the- Mills. No, no, not Flynn Mills. Flynn O'Hara. They just nope. opened up a new store. Like, really? what is the market for Catholic school uniforms now? Aren't they all closing? I guess, I don't know. Or is it, yeah, is it a sexual thing? That's what it is. Porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have adult sizes, though. I'll go check. <laughs> got any, that uh, weird at all. Adult size. No, nah, just skirts I'm looking for. Just skirts. <clears throat> all right. Boy. Well, so if our advice for this lady would be um, suck it Get up. Over it. You already married him. If if it comes to a point where you feel unsafe, get out. What's mm-hmm. uh, what's Dear Abby got to say? Wait until um, he dies. Pretty much. Uh, you say you are compatible and happy in every other res- uh, respect. Yes, your marriage can survive. If you practice the same selective amnesia you chose to adopt when your husband was courting you and focus solely on the areas in which you are in sync. So Abby's got, she's got nothing. She avoided that whole conspiracy theory subject. She's a lizard. She yeah. just said, mm-hmm. no, she said, ignore them. Ignore that part. Yeah. And she's focus like, on the parts that you do love about him. Which is basically what happens in every marriage. Yep. There's a lot about us <laughs> that our wives don't like that they choose to ignore. And they're just happy with the parts that are, you know, that we're compatible with. Or yeah, the isn't one that part. what anybody does, really? Not yeah. me. Yes. Top to bottom, left to right, everything about him. Love it. Can't say enough about it. it just gets me going. Okay. It keeps me hard. Sound, sounds really excited right there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, man? <laughs> I really like everything. <laughs> I'll just say <laughs> it's a good thing that... <laughs> She hates our podcast and doesn't listen anyway. So <laughs> that's really nice. 
Uh, it's the same thing with my wife. It is. Where it just has a, it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. Just like my personality in general. <laughs> I think all of our personalities in general are uh, generally off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> generally off-putting. triggering. It's a good way to describe it. I'm a very off-putting person. You don't want to get close to me. I tend to make really great first impressions. It's the second, third, fourth, and fifth that everyone from there on out, they go downhill. The longer that you're around me, the less you'll actually like me. The more comfortable I become. (laughs) You see the real me. (laughs) When I first meet you, oh, yes, hello, hi. Hi. Second time. Have you seen my dick yet? <laughs> By the fifth time, I'm shitting on your front lawn. Puking <laughs> in your bathroom mm-hmm. trash can. <laughs> nice to meet you guys. Oh, I put those rocks in my mouth. You might want to wash those later. <laughs> lice all this. Or are those, lo- are those rocks clean? <laughs> I'd like to suck on those rocks. I just want to know, in case things get weird later, if they're safe to put in my mouth. <laughs> yeah it's the first one's not too bad but um, <laughs> it's anyone after that yeah that'll get you mm-hmm. yep, uh, yep, yep. I guess that's it, that it for this one? <laughs> I think so we did, uh, that, we did all of our it. stuff we did everything yeah well from all of us here at Pardon My Brother thanks hey, for joining us don't stop yet because steve's got to try to figure out what our social media <laughs> yeah it's email us at part of my brother 2019 at gmail.com and then get us on the old instagrams and the twitter twats at uh part at part of my brother we have we have a twitter are twat on, are we on twitters we are on twitter we just haven't tweeted we don't anything. do any yeah well, we haven't twatted anything i'm not i'm tweeting to nobody there's zero people that follow us. So I'd put be, it out in the, put it out there. I'd be tweeting into is a it, Wait, Twitter isn't like Instagram where you can just browse Twitters. I don't get it. I sound very old. <laughs> Forget it. All right, let's uh, close <laughs> out of this. Stick to the Instagram. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, thanks for joining us. We will catch you again next time. Adios. Peace out, bitches. See you, See you later. Bye.